Uh, and that's what too many investors do. They rush it. That, that, I think, I'd say that was the biggest lesson in creative. Um, I can talk about any other headaches or lessons you want, but that's one of them. Real Estate Hustlers podcast. I'm your host, Josh Appleman, founder and CEO of Appleman Capital. Today we are joined with Chris Perfontaine. Chris is uh, 30, has 32 years of real estate experience and founder of Smart Real Estate Coach, is a four times best selling author and Forbes Council member, guiding W 2 employees to invest in investment success. Chris, we're excited to have you on the show today. If you could let the listeners know a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me, Josh. I appreciate it. Um, well, I'm not going to go 33 years, right? We'd put them to sleep, but I'll just give you a 10,000 foot view real quick. I've uh, been at this since 91. Uh, that included um, building, uh, flips, all kinds of real estate in my earlier days. Um, I bought a realty executive's franchise in the 90s, sold that off to Coldwell Banker actually in 2000. And then I started sort of the journey of my own properties then, 2000, and the uh, coaching world. Um, however, 2008 hit, I was prior to 2008 coaching realtors, not investors like I do today. Um, high GC, uh, GCI, like $2 million, just need to get their life in order. That's kind of where I hung out. Uh, running into the crash though, uh, Josh, the, I had, I got hammered. I had properties that almost all of them were upside down and almost all of them had bank loans that I personally signed on. That's an ugly scene that I just described. So it took me four years to dig out, uh, but that was the impetus. You can never tell me then that that was good, but that was the impetus that, that really is what drove where we are today. Smart Real Estate Coach uh, came about from me coming out of that going, all right, look, I'm not using banks anymore. I have to buy things creatively. I had no choice. My credit was in the toilet. So we started buying, I did, and then I brought my family in, owner financing, uh, lease purchase, and then subject to existing financing. That's it. None of those include personal signatures. None of those include banks or raising money. Uh, or my cash because I didn't have any. Uh, that then uh, sparked just from us doing those deals, sparked some organic interest in coaching and Smart Real Estate Coach came about. Uh, fast forward, uh, we've hit uh, Inc. 5000 fastest growing companies the last three years uh, and have a team, thanks to COVID, a team all over the country now that doesn't rely on being right here in this location where I am today. Nice. Wow. That, that's huge. It's, uh, it's transpired to be something that's uh, that continues to grow too. And, uh, and now you're able to help other people uh, reach a level of success that they couldn't have otherwise. Um, could you could you talk to us about, um, I, I would say about your first deal, but I guess some deals that, that, you've, that you've had learning lessons on, how you got into them, what the learning lesson was, and then how you, um, how you came up, uh, over those, those learning lessons. Yeah, I, I can be, I can talk about specific deals. I can also talk about, and, and I'll start with this, and you can dig deeper, whatever you want to do. In creative real estate in general, of course, I wish I could tell you it's all rosy. It, it, we minimize risk big time, but it's not, of course. Real estate's real estate. So um, I can tell you since 08, so I'll go into the newer creative deals. The biggest uh, mistakes that we've made in 20, I think it was 19, it was before COVID. We had a rough year on the property side, not the coaching side. And that was because we got too aggressive, like between 14 and 18. We exit our properties with tenant buyers, buyers that should be able to get a home, but they have a delay. They have to prove some seasoning with a new job or, you know, a couple of years tax returns. And instead of picking and being picky with buyers, we were putting people in there that really were renters with some cash on hand. And that's the wrong way to do rent own. Too many people do it that way. So as a result, we had defaults that we weren't expecting and we had headaches in 2019. So the process now has been switched from a lesson learned, a, a heavy one 
to super, super tight underwriting guidelines. My son, Nick, runs all the buyer side of things for both us and how we coach it. And we make sure that, Josh, now these guys are buyers and they just couldn't get a loan because of timing, like I just alluded to earlier. And then therefore now we have a two to 5% default rate. The industry with Rentone has like a 10 to 20% success rate. So we're like better than inverse relationship on that. Uh, so that was a biggie, a real biggie. That was us getting too anxious to get a check in hand, right? Uh, and that's what too many investors do. They rush it. That, that, I think, I'd say that was the biggest lesson in creative. Um, I can talk about any other headaches or lessons you want, but that's one of them. Well, I think that that is almost a strategy too, is is to do for some groups will will approve the tenant for lease to buy, and then ultimately they're they're setting them up to fail so that they get the real estate back and just keep doing it. Yeah. So it's um, it's good that your your all's ethics are are just different. You want to put somebody in a house that ultimately they will purchase, and they just need to they have to bunny hop from one time to another to to get all their uh, ducks in a row so to speak yeah because people teach it the way you alluded to just then right they do i'll like publicly teach it that way and they might have that covered legally but morally and ethically it stinks and so that's why we've made a major major pivot yeah so does somebody have to have a full-time job in order to to get started in and what you're doing or what are your thoughts around that uh as investors um i can't say they have to have a full-time job let me say let me answer this two ways if they have a full-time job, that's most of the people come to us going, hey, I, I make strong five figures or six figures is pretty much our avatar. Help me get out of this. Now, do they have to have a job to, to, to do what we do? No, of course not. Because there's some people that come in, not many, but they're set up financially. And now they're just looking to build some wealth. Okay, that's cool too. But most people, 98% come in, they go, I got a job or I had this other business that didn't quite work the way I wanted to. Teach me how to you know, either replace that or parlay that into some bigger numbers. Because our... Um, our three payday system, Josh, average profit per deal, like this is actual numbers from the community, low of 45 grand, high of a quarter of a million, all three paydays. That's per house or, or asset. They can buy any asset. So that's pretty cool. That's lucrative. That, so you don't need to go out for most people and do 30 deals in a year. You just need to strategically learn it and then go out and handpick. Got it. Um, how, how would you structure, because we know debt's, debt's expensive right now. And um, in order to... Uh, we always do the value add. Of course, we need to go in, renovate the units, get the new cabinetry, granite, and a lot of times new flooring. So we've got a capex budget, and and a bridge loans are extremely expensive between call it just ten and and fourteen percent some cases. Yeah. Um, how would you structure a deal? Say it's a small balance, say it's two and a half million with a six hundred thousand dollar capex budget. How would you structure that to where it works? We only, so I'll look at any deal, any asset class, any size, big or small, if we can, if there's already existing debt, buy that uh, with some, uh, subject to the existing loan staying in place and then putting some owner financing behind it. Cause we don't take out, we don't take out new debt. Um, are there exceptions to everything I'm saying to Sure, on occasion we'll borrow privately. Um, but, but most of the times we're looking to take over that underlying debt, let it stay in the seller's name and tack on some additional owner financing that hopefully will be zero payments of the balloon or principal payments as long as the, the project cash flows or the house cash flows, whatever it is. So you're you're going to sub to existing existing financing. How are you going to gain the, the capex? Because typically you're going to you're you're going to look for a lender to finance the capex as well. Are you looking for the the buyer to, well, to for the fix up for the, yes, for the improvements? Gotcha. Uh, we don't do uh, rehab, so I won't take a property on that I'll take a property on as long as it's habitable. Let's let's talk residential for a second. I'll take a property on if it's habitable 
I'll go to market and look for the handyman, the builder that can't get conventional financing that loves the projects that say, hey, no bank financing right away. Come in, do your sweat equity, and then we help you get mortgage ready. So I'll sell it as is. Very rare for us to spend a dime on a property. Okay. All right. That's that's good. <laughs> that's good. It's very turnkey. That that works. Um, in a lot of ours, we 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 look to where we can't add value through renovations, but it's a it's a different model, and um, with different models come different risks too. But um, I do like the uh, taking over the existing financing. I think they've got. Um, and that could come in, in many different ways, but typically it's going to be a, a much lower interest rate than you can get out there on the streets right now. Right sure. now, you nailed it. Yeah. Okay. So I talked to a guy yesterday who's he's three and a half years in real estate full time, saw our company, called me up and said, Hey, here's what I do. I kind of ran out of down payment money. I've got all kinds of bank loans in private lenders. I'm doing flips. I, I did okay, but I can't expand. I said, Well, and he just passed on a deal because he didn't know how to do sub two. So just learning how to do creative real estate, no matter what else you do right now, it's okay. You'll you'll do more deals. Don't stop what you're doing. Just do more deals because you'll learn that skill set. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. Take those renovations, then refinancing out at a later date once you've you've hit certain benchmarks. Um, so how can someone transition from full-time investor and escape their nine to five to uh, to real estate? What would be your guide? We do. So we've done it for so many people. Um, the most recent one was Rick. He he was 30 years with the government, 30 working for the government. And he just left his job in May. And all we did is say, all right, Rick, because we've done it a few times now with duplicatable. We get, what are you looking to replace for salary? Some of them are less or more risk averse, right? So some of them say, well, I need this much in the bank, or I need five of your three payday deals, Chris, so I can see the light whatever it might be, we put a plan together and then predictably say, here's what you got to do to get that done in 24 months. If they like the workload that that entails, great. If not, we dial the goal out a little bit further. That's all. So it is quite predictable. And again, I said earlier, most people come in want to do that, Josh. They don't want to keep going in the JLB with very few exceptions. We have doctors, we have attorneys, and we have high tech, we have biotech, we have all kinds of people that come from the corporate world and go, look, I'm done with that. Show me how to exit out. They make it money. It's not that. It's lifestyle, right? It's the freedom. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. Um, and real estate is just that. But how do you all keep your pipeline full? Like, are you working with with wholesalers? Are you searching the MLS? How are you constantly finding the next new deal? Yeah, great question. So a little of everything except for MLS. So wholesalers right now are a great lead source. They're also for us with our properties. They're also a great avatar for our coaching business because wholesaling right now, as you probably know, I had a, a guy on my show in November, Gary Pickering, attorney who's on all these councils trying to help this not happen. But he said, Chris, it's happening. Wholesaling is going away in like 50 states over the next few years. Like he's pretty adamant about it. So a lot of the wholesalers are looking to come here now. They also, to your point, have deals that don't fit in their box, right? They have to buy at a certain amount. Uh, builders, the same way the builders. So they'll call us and go, hey, I got this lead on my website. Uh, there's no equity for us in it. And, and we can buy it. We can buy it sub two with our three payday system and make all kinds of money. We did one locally here. Uh, this rehabber that sends us like two a year. Um, the lady owed about what she um, uh, what the house is worth. And we did a uh, sub two deal. And about four and a half years later, exited out of that thing. The, all three pages, well over six figures. He couldn't make anything on it because it was leveraged out for him as a rehabber. So that's a great example to your other question about rehab, too. Got it. So you're, you work with local. You, you're just you're, you're getting deals that are brought to you and and then uh, working with with those people, the, the wholesalers and 
that's that's sort of one box and then the new person who comes in we go okay here let's get you set up we have a service that provides for sale by owner for rent by owner expired listings that don't sell in the market and we have vas virtual assistants that call them the ones that say 30 percent of them say yeah you know i'll listen to to what you have to say we call them the investor calls them uh so it's a little bit more of, uh ripe fruit versus cold calling and then um when a student does that let's take us out of the picture when a student does that and they're in our program it's an interactive program josh so it's not here's our product buy it good luck that's a lot of the product out there unfortunately we have uh, what we call an associate program where they're doing deals for a period of time we're coaching them along the way on that and we're doing the deal with them so this morning right on my desk here is a, is a lead sheet i called for a gentleman in wisconsin he said chris this is 2.2 million i really don't know what to say next i know he's interested so i called the guy i set up the appointment i set up the agreement that my student's going to send him and he's ready to go it took five minutes it's just that they don't know how to do that so then i record that and send it to the student now they know that much more that's what i mean by interactive they got us on their shoulder yeah well yeah for sure and it's it's huge having a guide in front of you on the next step because you can certainly learn as you go but if you don't know the next five moves then you just it's bigger than your head at that point and you've got to have somebody that uh at least guide you through to the next process when it gets scary too right because they go to the i use this example because it happens still to this day you go to the seminar the educator tells you how easy it's going to be and how rosy it is and then the first curveball that comes they don't know what to do i i have been criticized because in my book one of the one of the competitors i'll call said to me why do you tell people i have a chapter that says what can go wrong he said you're going to scare them away i said no i'm going to teach them that life kind of happens in real estate right and so so many people want to mask that whereas we just expose it and show them how to get through it yeah anything worth pursuing has not come easy that's just um hey, no, just right yeah i mean it, and no matter what industry you're in sector it's it's all has its its uh, nuances and issues to deal with but it just um yeah, nothing. Uh, nothing comes without uh, without something on the other end. But 100%. what? Uh, so, are you all building up a portfolio of rentals, or is it transactional? What uh, What does this business model look like? I like this question because the misperception in 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 sort of terms of creative real estate is that I got asked before on shows. Well, how come you exit out all your properties? That's no good. We don't. So, what we build up is we build up the. Let's just say you have a portfolio of twelve properties. These twelve properties, the way we exit with tenant buyers depending on what our seller terms are, or if we own it, or if it's a lease purchase, that will depend because we might have a term with the seller that needs to be taken out, right? So depending on that term, we can keep the tenant buyer in there longer before they cash out. Or if we own the property, like a sub two, we would own it, we just buy it, right? We put a tenant buyer in there after they prove themselves, instead of going to a bank and cashing us out, we can own a finance that and stay in the deal for 30 years. So I sort of call this wealth stacking, Josh, meaning I take a student's portfolio after like five or six gets to be fun. And then you start renegotiating terms or extending terms or owner financing the buyer. There's all kinds of things you can do to match your portfolio cash out dates with your personal needs, right? And that changes over time when you solve your cash needs. So the, the short answer is you can do whatever you want. You can cash out these in one or two years if you need cash, or you can make them longer term deals. Okay, got it. So you are building up doors to in order to generate cash flow. Cash flow ultimately is the freedom point. It's not uh, if you're constantly in and out of deals. Well, you've just created a transaction lifestyle. Right. And you, and you need to go find the next one to to keep it rolling. Yeah, that uh, was one of my um, hundred percent one of my criteria coming out of the crash because I had always been build a house, get a check. You know, flip a house, get a check, uh, sell a house, whatever. So I said, I'm not doing that and again. That's why, how and why we trademarked the three paydays because the three paydays are, are like 
if you and I opened a restaurant, the three payday model makes sense. It makes sense because it's now money. That's payday one down payment. Then it's monthly cash flow, the spread, like you would a rental. You get that. And then you have the long-term cash out, which is all of your principal pay down in your markup. And again, you can stage that third payday. Yeah, the amortization and that that's that's huge. That could um and that can compound over time for sure with real yeah. estate, especially in the right markets with the right appreciation. Um very cool. So how do you control hundreds of real estate deals with your wicked smart community? Um, only through those three methods I said. So this was interesting. We were at an event, I think this was right after COVID, and we went back to live and we said, All right, are we stand up? Where's the deal? They all stood up. And we said, All right. We started naming deposits, right, to, on, on properties. The entire room controlled somewhere around, I think it was like 60 million, the students, not us. And the the, the spend was under 5,000 bucks because all of these purchases have a $10 deposit built into the agreement. That's simple. You also don't take ownership. So there's other disadvantages there, but you can control that and create three paydays with 10 bucks, literally. Um, the owner financing deals are no money down, but because you put no money down, you usually have to pay the seller's transfer tax. So you're talking small, like hundreds or a couple thousand versus tens of thousands. And then the sub two deals, that's usually a headache you need to fix right away for someone because the financial challenge, that's why they're willing to do that, sell you their house and keep the loan in their name. So if you're doing that, you usually have to pay transfer tax there too, because they can't afford it. So you, you're putting very little to no money down on these deals. And that's how you can control so much. Unlike the gentleman who called me the other day, he wants to come in our community because he's kind of spent, he spent all his cash from high tech, on deposits for properties and he's at a limit that's that's no fun yeah i want to find a sub two deal right on the beach another out there he's got a like you all do direct marketing so you're you're marketing direct to uh what could be distressed owners but you're helping them out you're helping them out of their situation whether they oh, lost so their job or downsized or what have you big time win-win yeah Josh, big time you know i was talking to a guy he's an equity he he teaches like we teach real estate he teaches people how to buy businesses on terms kind of cool but he said to me, Chris, I learned for the first time. And I assume everybody would know sub two if you're teaching creative financing and businesses. He said, I learned how to do sub two. And I, for the first time in my life, he's about my age. And he bought a house. He's from Europe. He bought a house in Florida for his vacation home on sub two. He's like ecstatic that he knows how to do it. So you don't have to do it for a business. If nothing else, learn it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've, I've done one sub two deal and it was it, it's the only thing that made sense. The, uh, the owner had gutted the house. And uh, down to the studs. So they, the mortgage on it was like 138,000. The AR ARV was like 225. So you couldn't buy it and then add renovation capital on it and then even have enough to, there There just wasn't and still isn't enough there for it to even make sense. But um, the big thing that I wanted was the land behind it was, was zoned industrial I-1. So we had that subdivided off and then took possession, of course, of the house. We've got, um, person in there that's getting it fixed up a contractor that's also able to uh to purchase it refinance at a later date but the interest rate was 3.6 the um I, I wanted the, the industrial i want land we're building a flex warehouse on it so it, it made sense it was uh all around it's the only thing that worked we got them out of the uh, deal that they're in and um we were able to apply some some different tactics in there so it works it does work yeah i think if what you said with that you said 3.6 percent right correct yeah so if you listeners get nothing else today, this sub two thing in this particular market for the time being, we are seeing weekly students or us grabbing homes. I just talked to a seller yesterday, day before yesterday, who was referred to me in Florida, young couple, no financial stress, have to move to Texas for a job though. And I said, okay, great. We're almost at the point where we have numbers and my, my boots on the ground are going to go view. I said, what's your interest rate? 
She's no, I said, is it fixed? She said, I think it's fixed, and I, it's and it's somewhere under three. Like just nonchalantly said that. So here we we're gonna buy this house at two point seven five percent or whatever. That's great. Can't beat that. Yeah, the, the debt's the asset, not the necessarily even the the land or the house. You guys keep the uh, the debt, and that's what's marketable. Yeah, um, for sure. So what uh, what's the outlook look like on um on your all that business model? How big you want to, wanting to get it? Just national scale um, it. Have some some. Uh, yeah, I mean. We're scaling, and you know, obviously the evidence with hitting five thousand for the last three years is fastest growing companies. But but more important, it's happening organically, Josh, because we obsess over things that we know will lock a student in, like time to first deal. That's a metric we track and obsess over. TTFD, we call it. And also, time to first sold, because right now, if we say, okay, our days are like one forty seven or one fifty seven, whatever the average is for the really fast and really slow, we average them all. If we can get that to say, I don't know, pick a number, 110, 120 days, why would someone leave if they're going to capture the three pages of the size I said, right? And then capture more quickly. So we obsess over that. And in doing that, it'll scale because the success will breed social proof, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, having a, um, a mentor and a coach, it helps you gain clarity. I think once you know what you're looking for, you're able to, to get that, whatever it may be, much faster. And then the second one comes, the third one comes. So gaining that level of clarity plus having confidence of um, of a guide behind you um, helps a ton for sure. Very cool. Um, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, reach out, learn more about you, maybe join your program, how can they do so? Um, I'll give you just the general website and then I'll give everybody a free book. And, it, and the, the book that we, the offer we give for the book, Josh is not, Hey, free book, but put your card in for shipping. A lot of people do that. We just, we ship it. It's our expense. Uh, so the regular site is smartrealestatecoach.com. Um, there's two freebies that I would suggest. And the reason I do this is I, there's a lot of shiny objects in real estate, as you know, I'd rather have someone look at different niches and different education platforms and go, yep. Okay. So this is for me. Cause I did some free due diligence. So you can go on YouTube. You can see three or 400 deals we post. See if that's for you. You can take advantage of our free book. Just go to Wicked Smart Books, wickedsmartbooks.com forward slash hustler one, the number one, numeric number one. Um, that'll ship you out a couple of books for totally free, our expense. And then last, um, if you don't mind listening to me for another 55 minutes, there's a free master's class where I go through kind of A through Z what we do and I show some case studies and you won't be bugged. It's an automated re repeat. I'll tell you that. So go to smartrealestatecoach.com forward slash master's class and you get that for free. All right. Very cool. I definitely look forward to following you all, seeing how big you can get it. And uh, certainly appreciate you coming on the show today. You bet. Thanks for having me, Josh. Thanks, Chris.